Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. I'm not physically attracted to them at all. I think I should go talk to them and see if I like them. Welcome to Manic Rambling Spiral. I am Heather B. Armstrong. And I am John R. Bray. For those of you who are happily in a relationship. Oh, God. And who may not even have ever heard of the app called Bumble. It's a dating It's a dating app. It's like a spinoff of Tinder, if you're familiar with Tinder. Yes. <laughs> it's a spinoff of Tinder, but it has a different algorithm and different features than tinder and you'll quickly learn if you are single and thinking about online dating online quote-unquote online dating uh, that bumble's algorithm serves up the best looking accounts first as you start scrolling and then quickly quickly goes into the accounts where the person is conventionally relatively less attractive than the ones that came before. Have you noticed this John Arbray? Now that I now that I have a Bumble profile, <laughs> I am starting to notice that the world of online dating is in fact as bad as I have always imagined it would be. I I have noticed that. I have also noticed how few people can take a selfie <laughs> just like a just a basic and, and i don't I'm not even talking about the way people look but just some of these some of these profile photos look like what you would expect if your toddler stole your phone mm-hmm. <laughs> and was taking selfies like they're just they fill up the entire screen it's like you're, you're seeing maybe 70 percent of the face because that's how close it is and i can't figure it out i think some of them are like a group photo that they've decided to then crop down to their face, which is still not really an excuse. But then the other photos will be decent. But for some reason, they pick this one photo that's all blurry and weird. Yeah. It, yeah. It just, right? I don't like, get it. It's almost as if they were like, well, I don't have that many photos, so I've got to at least include one more. It's like, no, you don't need to include that one. <laughs> right. It's probably a bad idea. I'm sure that there are probably services that help. There's got to be services that help with setting up your account, right? I I don't know. I mean, it's it's not hard. It it took me, I don't know, five to ten minutes. I guess as long as you have photos on your phone that are reasonable, it's pretty quick to set up. You don't even actually need to write anything. You can just answer some of those questions like age, you know, whether you're seeking women or men whether you smoke or drink and then publish it with one photo and you're done. And some people do that. And some people have as much information as possible. It's the whole, it's the whole range. And I don't, I mean, it's interesting because, you know, you and I have talked about this a lot 
from your perspective and the photos of all the men with fish or hunting deer. or yes, whatever. The men with deer. <laughs> right. Dead deer. And I'm not seeing a lot of that, which is also probably not just because I'm the man in this case, but because I live in Illinois. But one thing I'm seeing a lot of is someone will post their profile and all of their photos are with friends usually. So you don't know which one is which. All of them. And they're like, they're all brunettes. <laughs> and I have no idea. And it's not like the same person is in the middle right. of every photo. So I can kind of yes. guess. <laughs> and it's, it's, it's really irritating. Yeah. I, yeah, I know. I remember that distinctly. Like, <laughs> you do wonder, like, what were they thinking when they were publishing this? Like, when, they have to think about like what they are looking for when they see a profile. They don't want to see a group of dudes and not know which dude they're looking at or, 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 or if they're, you know, bisexual or homosexual, see a group of women, same thing. Right. Yeah. Pictures on dating profiles are really, 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 really interesting. They're just, I mean, it's, I think it's also, at least, I mean, this is the only, this is the only app or service or whatever that I've used, but there's really no way to add context to the photos. Yeah. So you can't post to me like this was, I just got back from my trip to London and here's a photo or, so you'll see all of these photos from all of these vastly different places. And it's just, and it feels like a very incomplete mm -hmm. story, I guess. But so it, I, I don't think I picked, I think I can probably change this preference, but I think just based on my age, it put me in like 30 to 40. So that's what it's showing me. Oh, cause I, I was very specific about who I wanted to see. I, I'm, pr I'm pretty sure that Bumble gave me that option. Maybe it didn't. I, I need to go back and probably look at that. But I'll, honestly, I have it specified that I am a man and I'm seeking women and it, it, still recommends men from time to time. Yes, really can't figure yes, that out. Yes, it will still do that. Why? Um, because some Why of... Why is it... I mean, I, it's fine, but I don't know. I'm not ever going to swipe favorably. I believe it's because they, uh, those men and those women have indicated that they are interested in both or are willing to get in on another couple doing something, if that makes sense. Ah, mm -hmm. Okay. What you learn when people think you're bisexual? What you learn? <laughs> right. I mean, I, and maybe I'll adjust the age, but I don't. I really don't think it will matter. But I would say, because honestly, I don't. I don't really want to fuck around if it's not even a possibility. And seventy-five percent of the profiles, and I, I can't. I can't filter these out. I haven't been able to necessarily filter these out are women without children who want children or women who have children and want more children, <laughs> which I am choosing to read that as they would like to have children. So I just, even if absolutely everything else in that profile seems okay, I don't, I don't do it because I feel like that's a pretty significant thing. That's a deal breaker, right? Yeah, I mean, it just, it would seem unfair 
I feel like if I swipe right on that, then it indicates that I'm also interested in having more children and I'm not. And that seems unfair. Well, that's true. I mean, that's absolutely true, especially if they put it in their profile. Well, it's an option. It's like a thing. You know, you can say, you know, I don't have kids and I want kids or I want them someday or I have them and don't want more. I think that's what I have mine set to is that I I have kids and don't want more, which I would think then that it wouldn't match me with people who want kids. But some of these factors must not be black and white factors. They must just be general. Well, I guess because I, you know, you may change your mind if you read the right person and then you're like, oh, well, then I do want kids. And, and if you had, if they had explicitly said, okay, we're not going to throw you to somebody who doesn't want kids, then you could have missed that opportunity. But I mean, there's very, there's variables like that all over the app. And what I, what I found most annoying about it though, was, okay, I'm going to get to the point <laughs> like some people again we've talked about certain kind of texting certain people will text you and you know that if you text them back that you will never get off the phone that you'll have to your text message conversation will continue for four days right and then sometimes you and another person have an understanding where when you text you don't expect an answer back and if you get one great or if you get one two days later great not a big deal or, but if like you are urgent about, you know, a text message, like, you know, someone is cut and bleeding and dying, please respond. You would hope that that person, right. So right. there's varying levels of like seeing somebody's name and going, oh no, that person texted me or, oh, it's fine. That person texted me. But with, with dating apps, the, there is no dignity in the timeliness of response or continuing response, someone can act very, very, very interested and then disappear. Uh, or they are, uh, they don't respond for five days and act just as interested as they were five days ago. It's a very confusing situation where it was just like, why the fuck did this person wait five days to respond to my message and is acting all very enthusiastic? It makes without me, a reason, without like, yeah. sorry, this thing happened. Yeah, and it, it, it always made me very wary and very. It, it frustrated me, maybe because I didn't want to spend an inordinate amount of time on those apps. You know, I, I wanted to meet someone and enjoy time with someone. I didn't want to be scrolling through apps looking at really horrible pictures. <laughs> right. Not that people are unattractive. It's just it's very hard to take a flattering photo sometimes. Even if you're a gorgeous person and you don't know how to use your phone, it can be bad. So. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, I think that's the hard thing, too, is that you, the, the five-day delay, that I don't, that I don't really understand. But it forces you, at least in theory, to communicate with multiple people at the same time. Yes. You can't act, like, lukewarm just because you're communicating with multiple people because one of them like it might really work out but then when you act really enthusiastic toward all of them and one works out the others fall by the wayside but it's just weird because if you're out like if you meet someone at a bar you talk to them and you're very interested because they're there and then if you know a half an hour later you realize it's not going to work that's fine and you part ways and that's 
that's done. But it's not like you walk up and talk to three separate people at the bar mm-hmm. all at the same time and then just turn your back on two of them and leave. Yeah, that's sort of what, yeah, that's basically what's happening. And so it, it inserts this dynamic into dating that is really strange and frustrating. And once you get used to it, I think you're, it's, it's, you're just like, yeah, okay, well, this, this phenomenon is happening but when you're not used to it, you're just like, what the fuck? I don't understand. They were so enthusiastic, you know, a day ago. And yeah. It's not, it's not. I feel like I'm shopping for a used car. <laughs> like that, that's how these apps, it, how it seems to me. Because all you can really do is like, you can say, yes, yeah, so this, this Ford is green and I wanted a green Ford and it has all of these features that I like. I'm interested in it. But you're not, you don't know that you're going to buy it. You just know that you want to see it because you need to know if you're like, that's exactly how this feels, which is really strange to me. And then you think you're, you know, you've matched with someone and then you start talking and at first it's okay. And then you get talking and like there was, I remember one interaction where someone asked me uh, what I did for a living and I told them. And then I asked them what they did for, I was very vague about it. <laughs> uh, I asked them what they did for a living and they launched into like five messages of this really very complicated economical model thing that they were trying to get funded and went on and on. And then at the end of it said, ask me something really interesting. <laughs> I wanted to write back. You're not my goddamn English teacher. Don't, don't like. I, I, and first of all, I hate playing games. Like, I hate playing games like card games. I hate playing okay. board games. Like, I hate when like you're faced in a game with someone who says, "Come up with so right," and you're forced to sit there and spontaneously come up with some sort of interesting whatever. For a person to, to to not only go on five messages and talk about this really, 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 really boring job, and then go ask me something really interesting, and it's like I, I didn't, I, I'm not, I didn't sign up for this to get assignments. Right. <laughs> I don't want an assignment. <laughs> he could have just asked you something really interesting. Yeah. It was it was such a fundamental part of my depression, and it could just be the dating pool in Utah, but I'm pretty sure it's not just that. Uh, I think online, I mean, it can be very successful for many people. I know many people who have met and gotten married because of it. I've heard a lot of really good stories. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of really good stories, but I just ran into horror story after horror story and um, only wrote about like, God, maybe even like 10% of it in my book because I had so many stories that I wanted to share, but didn't ultimately <laughs> just. It's yeah. it's weird because I feel like it makes you hyper aware of how you project yourself, mm-hmm. which is not necessarily a bad thing. Like I think that that's an important awareness to have, but to a really weird level. Like, so it, it asks for your job, like where you work. And initially I put in, I don't, I don't remember. I put in that I was a writer and I don't remember if I put in self-employed or something. And within 10 minutes, I'm like, you know, that 
sort of sounds like I don't have a job. <laughs> so I should change that to say something else. So I changed it to freelance. I'm like, that definitely sounds worse. So I changed it eventually. I think where it sits now is like a writer at a media company because I have an LLC. So technically it's true because I, what I was thinking is it would be really easy to read freelance writer be like, that dude doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Which is not true, but I can totally see why someone would take it in that direction. Uh, yeah, we, we are very aware of the stereotypes of our, <laughs> of our occupation. <laughs> we, we, we don't deny the stereotypes at all. We, we get it. We understand. We know what you're thinking. Right. Uh, and you just, you second guess everything. And I mean... God, I don't like it. Someone, it someone popped up because it's it's a mix, right? Of like random people that they think based on preferences you might be a good fit with and then people who have swiped right on you. Isn't that kind of how it works? Yes. I'm like two days into this, so bear with yeah. me. Yes, it's so, people that they think you might be interested in in your area um, and people who have uh, swiped on you and yeah, so... Right. So then if I swipe right on them, then that's a match. Mm -hmm. And then on Bumble, they would have to decide whether or not they wanted to send me a message. Yes. Because that's how that works. And most people don't, they'll list their profession, but not where they work, which to me makes a lot of sense. Like you could just say, I'm a nurse at a hospital. And then, you know, as you get to know them, you find out where. And I... So I, I don't tend to really look. I just usually look at what they do, like glance at it, and then I'll scroll to the rest of the profile. And almost almost swiped right on this profile for this woman that I've not, I've not met in person but have spoken to because she works for a client. Oh, wow. And I don't really want to, I don't really want to go down that, I don't want to go down that path. And I just happen to see she's one of, about a dozen people I've seen so far that put the actual company. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, most people, a lot of people don't do that. I think what you'll also find is as as these... Sorry, Ryan, I am sitting in a different room and trying to make it so that my feet don't hurt as I sit here. Um, the... Uh, hi, my feet still hurt. I know, we're so tired <laughs> of talking about this. <laughs> Trust me, I am so tired of talking about it too. Um, I think that as you start to use the app, what will also start to happen is as these sort of eccentricities about online dating start to manifest themselves, it really makes you take a look at yourself and go, do I do this to people? Like, am, am I the type of person who doesn't respond to a message in five days? Am I the type of person who acts really enthusiastic at the beginning and then fades away really quickly? Um, am I, I'm not the type of person who asks an English question for like a term paper. I'm not that. <laughs> but it sort of forces you to look at like, am I doing this to people? Like, am I this flaky? Or, or is this just sort of a manifestation of how this technology works? I came to sort of an existential crisis with that. Like trying to figure out who you were. Yeah, because I didn't. I didn't want. I didn't want to engage with anybody. 
I mean, I mean, you definitely want to figure out if you're going to be compatible. The only way to do that is if you message back and forth. Uh, but I didn't want to engage with anybody uh, <laughs> at all if they weren't going to show me that compatibility, the, the potential for that compatibility to eventually meet in person. I'm not on an app just to sit there and dick around on an app. I didn't have time to just sit and dick around on an app. And so when when those little eccentricities popped up, it was like, am I this the type of person who is doing this sort of thing too? I don't, it really made me take a look at my own behavior and assess it. Well, what was your system? Like how much on app conversation was enough to make you decide if you wanted to go meet for drinks or dinner or coffee or something? Usually it was a combination of, do I find this person attractive? Have they responded to me in a enthusiastic manner? And more than once, more than twice, more than three times, and then let's go. Um, there's a woman that I know, very successful woman who, who runs a website called Make Love Not Porn. Her name is Make Cindy Love Gallup. Not Porn. Okay. Yeah. Her name is Cindy Gallup. I'm giving her a shout out right now. Um, and she, um, her whole idea is to have a porn app of people who submit their own videos so that it's like real people having sex, not, you know, 20 something girls who weigh 80 pounds and whatnot. And it's like actual real people having real experiences and it makes it a more authentic and enjoyable experience. And anyway, it's, <laughs> That's a story for a different time. Um, And she gave a speech at a conference that I was at, and she was talking about why online dating fails. And she says most of the time it's because you don't have a phone call with the person before going on the date. And the the rest of her talk made a lot of sense. But that one piece was like... Uh, I don't think that you know how much we hate speaking on the phone. <laughs> Most of us. <laughs> what like, was her reason for that? Because if you can't get along on a phone call, then you're not going to get along in person. Which I didn't understand the logic of that. And I still don't. Because like Pete and I don't talk well on the phone. And maybe it's because we're so we're around each other so much in person that talking on the phone is weird. And so when we're on the phone together, it's just like, what? Why are you calling? What is, what is this calling thing? Like, what? Do you, we talk for maybe thirty seconds, and then like both of us just can't get off the phone quick enough, you know. And he's he's in his fifties, and it's still sort of like we'd much rather just talk in person. It's so much better in person than it is on the phone. Yeah, that's. I mean, I I understand sort of this need to kind of break through the barrier of a screen. Like, I mean, I logically it makes sense, but I would not be friends with like 90% of the people I'm friends with if we started with a phone call. <laughs> oh, exactly. I mean, honestly, every time we talk on the phone, it's just, it's weird. Yeah, phone phone calls are weird now. Phone calls are are really, really, really strange. I mean, my mother and I are fine, and my dad and I are fine, but other than that, I really don't want to talk to you on the telephone. 
other than to like give you my vital stats before I go in for a procedure. And <laughs> I've done plenty right. of that. And so she was just talking about how you need to get on the phone with someone. And um, I never did that. Well, I did it once. And that was a disaster. Um, that was actually the guy I threw the drink. I threw the drink across the table at him. You got on the phone with him and then still went out with him. Though. Yeah. Yeah. That's how bad it was. That's how bad of a, a place I was in. So I would get, so for me, it was, okay, you're, you're attractive. I'm attractive to you. I'm attracted to you. I'm attracted to your brain. I'm attracted to our conversation. Let's go like within three or four messages. They've got my phone number. Let's go out for drinks, whatever. Um, and that was like, my goal was like, not boom, 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 but like, I'm here for this. This is what I want to do. I want to date meeting people is hard because of my situation and so it was very frustrating. It was it was demoralizing because you would swipe on people and they would be very enthusiastic in one message and then not talk to you ever again or for five days or it's just what is what the hell is this? What is this? It feels like a fucking card game. I know that it works really well for people and I'm I'm trying to give it a fair shot. It just doesn't feel natural Mm-mm. at all. It just, it feels, I, I mean, I don't want to like sit down at the end of a day and be like, oh, well, let's see if there's any possible people out there and then flick through a screen. Right. It just seems kind of weird. <laughs> Which is what you can do. You can sit down at the end of the day and you can just, oh, let's open Tinder. Let's open Bumble and let's just scroll through. And yeah, I I don't miss those days at all. I don't at all. <laughs> No, and it also makes me, I feel like I'm becoming not critical, but I'm probably like ruling things out that maybe aren't a big deal, but I feel like because they're spelled out, they are. So, I mean, not just, not just the kids, but I will always swipe left on conservative Christians. I'm friends with conservative Christians. But those friendships are not nearly as good as my friendships with other people who who don't declare that. <laughs> so it's not that I have anything against conservative Christians, but I just I feel like I just know if that's how you identify, then we're there are probably enough things that we do not have in common mm-hmm. that it won't work. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. But at the same time, if I met that person out at a bar or wherever, maybe it would 
and that would be a fine thing. But because it's all laid out on a screen, you kind of have to make that like split, not split second, but you have to make that decision just based on the words. Yeah. So Pete and I shared quite a few horror story, not horror stories, but I've, I've told you the story about how I never swiped on him. I would see his yes. face. I would see his face on the app and just close it. Because usually when you open the app back up, it throws up a different profile. I just didn't. I just didn't ever want to make a decision about him. I didn't want to ha- be held to a decision. <laughs> well, I guess the decision has been made. Um, right. And he and I both uh, ended up going out on more than one or two or three or four dates with people that we were like, oh, "It'll be fine." It's going to be fine, right? Like, I'm going to get used to this sort of thing where... Right, like everything in your gut tells you it's a terrible mistake. Yeah, but you're like, you know, but it's going to... I'm being too harsh or, you know, we're seeing a movie and we're having a good meal. And without fail, each one of these people, each one of these people didn't vote in the presidential election of 2016. Really? Yes. Without fail. And both Pete and I are super politically active. Pete has run for office before. Like, we made the exception. We were like, well, I mean, is it a deal breaker? Well, it turned out to be a deal breaker um, because it affected so many other um, ways that they felt about things. The fact that they wouldn't vote in such a historic uh and historic presidential election, you know, sort of had a ramifications elsewhere in their lives that sort of didn't match up with what we sort of have as principles within ourselves. Not that our principles are better than their principles, but just different, right? Right, exactly. And that's kind of what I mean. Like, I, I just have this idea that things will bubble up in other areas that just won't work. And it's not that they're bad or I'm bad or anyone is better or worse. It just, it's not, it's not going to work. Yeah. The one guy that I dated for the longest period of time during my online dating experience, uh, first date, he revealed to me that he um, did not vote. And he was a veteran and he just talked about his disdain for the government in its entirety and how he just didn't ever want to talk about it. He didn't want to, uh, he, he was not on social media, which is fine. Absolutely. But he did not want to read about politics. He didn't want to look at politics. He didn't want to know the names of senators. He didn't want to know any, he did, he wanted to ignore it all, which for me is sound very compatible. <laughs> he was very sweet and very friendly, had a very boyish personality. So I was like, oh, this is going to be fine, right? But at the same time, it's a very privileged way of looking at things to say, well, I'm not going to pay attention to politics because, you know, I'm, it's not affecting me and I don't have to know the name of a senator because in, that played out in different ways with him. Right, and outside of just voting. Outside of just voting, yeah. Not, I, I don't think you're a terrible person, maybe just a little bit. 
if you didn't vote. <laughs> I will think you're a, tel- a terrible person if you don't vote this next time. By God. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, but you're right. Like, if somebody said conservative Christian, like, I wasn't. So if someone said Mormon, but willing to date non-Mormon, I'm like, no. <laughs> right. Like, that's fine. You, it's fine that you're Mormon and that's your approach, but not for me. Yeah, not for me. I don't want kids. Um, and you have a two-year-old. <sighs> I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah. See, that's... You know, that's hard. And well, that was another part, like, I obviously am very clear about the fact that I'm a single parent. I'm not hiding that, but I'm also trying to find a way because I'm, I'm 35. So I think it would be very easy for someone to see that and be like, oh, he has a five-year-old or a six-year-old or a four-year-old. And I just put, I said, he's, he's far older than you would guess (laughs) because it's, I mean, it's different to even even from my perspective, it would be different to date a woman who has a four-year-old than it would to date a woman who has a 14-year-old. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not saying either of them are bad, but no. it's, it's totally different. And you try to find a way to communicate, you know, because if I'm 35 and I just say full-time single parent, that could easily be like, oh, he's never available ever. Which is yeah. not true. Well, and, and somehow... I don't think that I listed my girls' ages at the time, but I always ended up on dates with guys who had either kids my age or a little older. Like it sort of always worked out that way, and which is which is great. Except that they, I also always ended up on dates with guys who had a break from their kids, and I did not. And so I, in my book, I talk about the the resentment that was sort of built into the process of me leaving the house to go on a date because I had to find a babysitter and I had to make sure that the whole house was going to be in order while I was gone. And then I had to take a shower. (laughs) (laughs) I had to put on makeup and I had to get ready and I have to go be on this date with this person who could just leave his house. You know, he, he, he didn't have to like do all the arranging for the kids. He could just leave his house. And so when we get to dinner where there's already this, like I've run, um, you know, a marathon to get there and he's just sort of stumbled out of bed, not literally, but just sort of, and then metaphorically speaking, there was this built in resentment where it's like, I have had, I have done all this work to spend this time with you. And that was on me. That was my own built-in resentment. But there were times when I wanted to, like, punch people in the faces. Because I was like, do you realize the amount of fucking work that I had to do to get out of my house and what I could be doing right now? And I'm sitting here with you as you're lecturing me about something that you you know nothing about at all. And you didn't vote. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think, I mean, yeah, it is, it is on you, but it's that idea that like you put in more work to be there. So I think there's just this subconscious expectation that it better be worth it. Yeah. And then when it's not, and not just like, oh, this person is okay, but not for me, but when it's like actively not worth it, that's a, that's a thing. Yeah. There was a guy 
who told me that I was using my children as a way to make guys chase me because my children were so much a part of my schedule that it was hard to arrange a date. And I was trying to make myself seem unavailable. And he was saying that I was using my children as an excuse. I remember that guy. Yeah. He's probably still on the app. He's probably, oh, no, he actually texted me like two months ago. Oh, (laughs) God. Are you serious? I'm not even kidding. Yeah. Like wanting another date? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I was right. He's probably still on the app then. Yeah, that was 2016. This is three years, yeah. So it's an experience, online dating. I mean, I would love to write a book about it, except that I'm not doing it anymore. Right. It's, I don't know. I think I just, I don't know if jaded is the right word. I'm just, I don't have the patience for some of the, what I think is just trivial bullshit. And I don't know how it is on, on, men's dating profiles but so many of these profiles i come across like i just want someone who's honest and kind and makes me Mm. laugh i'm like what it's not like if you don't put that i assume you want someone who lies to you and is an asshole like those are just kind of the basics i would think like i could easily say that like i would really like to be with someone who's honest but i feel like that's assumed Mm mm-hmm like, I, I want to be with someone who's kind. I it I don't know. You're only given so many words, and that feels like a waste to me. Yeah. Because it doesn't really tell me anything about them. It doesn't really tell me anything about what they're looking for. I don't know. And I know, I know why people put it. I know why that instinct is there. But I, I just don't have patience for it. A friend of mine sent me she said let me write your bio for you and she sent me a text that just said i have my shit together you should too (laughs) just go with that and i it's you know to the point it's frustrating it's weird i I mean i'm two days in and i already don't like it but no i i told you i i really did like i i don't remember what it said I talked about being a single mom of two kids and former Mormon liberal. I was pretty explicit about those types of things about me and, you know, owning a dog, being a pet lover, animal lover. But then after I saw um, profile after profile after profile of the guys with the fish and the, and the deer, and I went back into my profile and said, I really, I couldn't care less about the deer you caught or the the deer you shot or the fish that you caught than the words coming out of your face. I care more about the words coming out of your face. And I forgot to take that out when I went to France and opened Tinder in France. And the guys who were texting me just were so confused. Oh, they were so confused. They were just like, what is this deer? What is this fish thing? <laughs> and I'm sure that there's probably, I don't know about the women's profiles. Uh, I'm sure there's probably similar photos that women post i'm sure there are a lot of duck face photos <laughs> yep yeah those are there those are, those are definitely there oh no oh god and they're usually blurry the mm-hmm. ones that are duck face but i think though you know you can look 
like you can see a photo and maybe you can you can kind of tell like that's not a great photo but it's not the person like it's just not a great photo it's not like they were trying to do the duck face and the photo turned out poorly it's just maybe not a great photo yeah like you can get that sense yeah well i i also and this is this is going to sound terribly insensitive of me but um i think women on instagram are are good about getting and understanding how to take shots of themselves or or are better at it especially like women who do fashion or diy or any any sort of thing where a woman is using instagram you know on the regular and has to put herself in some of the photos has learned angles and has learned lighting and that sort of thing and you're really good at taking photos of yourself um you you understand lighting you understand composition and i feel and i'm gonna get so much shit for this but i follow a lot of gay men on instagram who totally get it too right they totally get it and so for a guy to put a really good like selfie shot up there is he gay i don't know i dated a lot of gay men i could be attracting it on the app (laughs) oh my god but that's, I think as, if if younger generations are still using these sorts of apps when they start dating, they're going to be more adept at putting up better pictures because they understand these, they understand the apparatus better. But for now, people, so. are, people are just scanning in photos and chopping their ex-wife out of the photo. Uh, yeah, I know. And you can like Do, see a hand, like an arm yeah. around someone. Yeah. But it's not like it's I think it's a combination. It's it's the quality of the image and then also what the image is showing. Mm-hmm. And for, for me, I've seen plenty of profiles and on, on Bumble, I think you can get like six photos or something. And they're all all six in a bikini, all six. <laughs> and they're they're attractive. But I feel like we're maybe using the app for different things. I, I just, and, and again, maybe they didn't realize that maybe that's not the intention. Maybe I'm reading too into it, but I feel like if you have an opportunity to post six photos, you could try to give a better sense of, I don't know who you are or your, or your life. Mm-hmm. I mean, you live in Chicago. There's only a limited period where you can actually be in a bikini anyway. So that's like half your life. I yeah. feel like like an old get off your lawn man right now. That's how I feel. No, no, you you, you aren't. I mean, how many cruises can you go on, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Every single one of your photos is from a cruise, dude. What are you doing? Yeah, I would show all the really funny ones to Lita. Even you know you're supposed to keep your kids out of it, but Lita and I would laugh quite a bit at certain profiles. <laughs> You, I feel like that is the only way I'm going to survive this is by <laughs> is by laughing through it. I know. Because it is like there was, and I wrote about this in my book as well, there was a guy who was on his, standing on his head in every photo. 
and he was standing on his head on a paddleboard so and standing great. on his head in a cave surrounded by skulls and standing on his head at the top of a mountain and I don't know if he thought that it was supposed to be funny or witty but the but standing on his head in the cave surrounded by the skulls was where I was like lady you gotta come see this <laughs> right that, that's a little weird she's like what is going on I'm like I don't know I don't understand I don't get it well it's also weird because I think I, I told a few friends that I that I was on Bumble and most of them think it's great but a couple are like it's it's online dating and dating apps are terrible because they're really shallow because it's all based on appearance which yes that is I mean that's a huge piece of it because that's what comes up like is the first photo but that's really what everything is at least initially based on for everyone. Mm-hmm. If you're out, you're not going to look at someone and say, I'm not physically attracted to them at all. I think I should go talk to them and see if I like them. And that it's, that doesn't happen. I think the dating apps just make it more obvious. I did go on a date with a guy um, and, and he and I had been texting at that point for over two weeks because I had been traveling and he was not what I would consider conventionally attractive at all, but his profile was very interesting. And it at least led me to believe that he was really intellectual and thoughtful and um, articulate about politics. And um, and so when we started texting, that was all true. He was very, very interesting person and empathetic. And we went on a date. It, it, it was... You know, you, you as compatible as you are in a text message, you really got to meet somebody in person to know if you're compatible in person. And I, I realized within 10 minutes that it wasn't going to be compatible, but we had a, a lovely, lovely dinner together. I would consider that an actual success. Oh, I would think so. To have, to have a, a solid date, even mm-hmm. if you know it's not going to go anywhere, that's yeah. far better than being miserable 10 minutes in and it being awkward. Right. We had a great conversation. Yeah. So an interesting profile can make all the difference. Uh, you say something witty to me, I'm, but I'm notoriously attracted to the brain. Right. But I, I feel like, again, and I don't know how the rest of these apps are, but with Bumble, it, it's their photo, name, age, and profession. Yeah. That's all that shows up. So I feel like there has to be something physically that makes you decide to scroll. Otherwise, you're going to be scrolling and reading absolutely every single profile that's fed to you. <laughs> Which doesn't make sense. I mean, I mean, maybe. Maybe I've got the wrong approach. I don't know. No. No. <laughs> you know, and we all have our, like, you know, there are certain things that you don't like physically about a person that that are just your own like your own things like you don't like this in a in a in a person like physically right um that sounds so shallow for me to say that but i mean how many men do i know who ended up with asian women because they like asian women i know so so many of my the kids of my high school ended up with asian women because they were always attracted to asian women so i can see them being on tinder or bumble and being like oh she's asian i'm gonna scroll no matter what Sure. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm traditionally attracted to um, darker haired men with beards. So that was probably going to be an automatic like scroll through to see for me. But 
I've dated quite a few blondes. <laughs> <laughs> well, so maybe that's what it is, though. Maybe like you have your your certain triggers that are kind of an automatic yes. And then the ones that maybe don't drop cleanly into that bucket, there's like something that kind of partially fits. Yeah. Like like maybe a dark haired man without a beard, but you're like, okay, well, sure, I'll look. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. This is gonna be this is gonna be a thing. Just get ready for some text messages with some weird bios. This is gonna be a thing, John. I can't I can't wait for the messages. I want I want to I want to debrief after every date. <laughs> oh God! It's it's uh, oh God! Yeah. Oh God! Oh man! Oh man! So that it was actually Saturday that I set it up. So it's been now three days. Okay. Like three whole days. And it, it's weird. What I should have done, and I will give you this, and, I, and you probably don't have it set this way, but I had set mine, I believe the age range was 31 to 55. Okay. And I should have lowered the age range. Lowered the age range? Like from the top down. And I'm not As discrimin- in like 31 to 50? Yeah, but then it would have excluded Pete. But right. the, but I went out with a few men in their 50s. We were just generations apart. And yeah, it was just bad. Bad. I, I feel like age is such a weird factor because I have I have dated three people in their late 20s and one of them we were very much on the same page but two of them it was just the the years made a significant difference yes. mm-hmm. and i think i honestly think for me too the fact that i became a parent at 21 skews things <laughs> for for my bit. age just, just a, a just a bit. smidge yeah but yeah. that's kind of, you know, I mean, I think I could go out with someone who's 40 and not click because of age and go out with someone who's 45 and click just fine. Or someone who's 28 might be great if it's the right person. But right. you don't, you really don't know. You really don't know. And you can tell kind of immediately in person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing I I do really appreciate is you can link your Spotify to Bumble. Oh yes, to display yes. your artists. <laughs> and there have been a couple times I'm like, this, she's she looks great. I'm gonna swipe. No, definitely, <laughs> definitely not swiping. Yep, I I am guilty of the same. Exactly. Like I'll take I I can recognize like look at a list and be like okay this one or two this this band is probably a guilty pleasure based on everything else you listen to. Can I respect that? But when absolutely everything there is country, we have very different taste in music. Like very different taste in music, which. I know for some people probably sounds ridiculous, but there's just, that's one of those things again, where maybe in the long run, it wouldn't really matter, but because it's there and presented, I'm, I'm going to factor that in. Mm -hmm. 
Oh, yeah. I mean, um, Pete and I are completely on the exact same page when it comes to music, which is, you know, 70% of our lives together. Right. <laughs> so um, he and I didn't think that another person like us existed in Utah, like compatible, compatibility wise. For, for him to be as interested in the same music that I am and me with him, like he didn't think that it existed. And so for us to like sort of see each other like, what? Well, and was that, I, I know that you never swiped on him, but was music listed in your profile? Like, was that a part of these profiles? I don't profiles? think that I had linked it uh, at that time, no. And I did not know his musical history at all. He started the rave scene in Utah back in the 90s. He did? He did. Oh, man. He started the rave scene. Do you know the artist Cascade? I don't. So Cascade is a DJ who's become quite popular recently. He's Mormon. Uh, he's good, very, very good friends with Cascade. Um, uh, I mean, he used to bring in DJs all from all over the country, and he started the whole scene. He would run out warehouses, that whole thing. So he started with his musical stuff way, way back. Even though he's got t almost 10 years on me, we still, he still loves new music. Like he loves discovering new stuff, which is like my favorite part of music is, is discovering new things. Yes, I'll go back and, you know, some some Saturday mornings I'll listen to The Cure for like two hours or, sure. you know, whatever, the Sundays or, but usually I'm out there finding new music and so is he. And that's, we're constantly sharing music back and forth. So it's that Spotify that yeah that musical connection I I can't for me was at the top of the list and he didn't kill any deer or catch any fish <laughs> right right yeah I do remember you saying that you did not swipe right on him I did not no mm -mm. and That's he's dealing he deals with me talking about my feet all the time and my gut all the time <laughs> he still he hasn't told me to shut up once so he's he's doing really well <laughs> when it's working out yeah. that's because you wanted someone who was honest and kind and made you and laugh honest and kind and will be generous and listen to me did you see really quickly did you see did you ever watch Fleabag no it's on my list because it is coming at me from every direction right yeah. now for a good reason Phoebe Waller-Bridge is a genius and I'm sure people are going to roll their eyes that I've said this because everybody's over it. But um, she did the stand-up monologue. She was the host of Saturday Night Live, I guess, this weekend. And oh, okay. there is a plot line in the second season that I won't give away. But she says, we were trying to understand why this one person, this one character, was driving women so crazy. And she goes... And she's British, and she's like, because he was doing this one simple thing. She takes her hands, and she reaches them out, and she sort of brings it down. She goes, listening. <laughs> oh, she's yeah. like, women were going mental over this man because he was listening. <laughs> that, was, that was what they figured out? Yeah, it was her joke. But she wrote Fleabag and starred in it, and then she wrote all of Killing Eve, which was just a phenomenal show. So, yeah, recommend both highly. That one I have not heard of, so I will put that, put that on my list. Killing well. Eve, starring Sandra O oh, and Jodie Coomer, who is, you're gonna, 
if I were going to be bisexual. (laughs) (laughs) So I would swipe right on her. Oh, yes, you would. Yes, you would. So would I. Um, Anyway, this year. Cool. We we didn't even have to get into my health issues. Thank God. Um, I I mean, this is like, I never never thought we'd spend an entire episode talking about my online dating. I can't wait for those stories. Yeah. You should take notes. You should write a book about it. Then at least I'll get something out of this. Nothing else. Yeah. We would love to hear your stories about online dating. Good and bad. Did you meet your partner? Partner on um, an online dating service? If so, we'd love to hear about it. Do you have horror stories? Did you have to take a shower? your kids ready for bed and then leave and then have someone diagnose you psychologically diagnose you at at the dinner table (laughs) (laughs) Um, you can reach us at stories at manicramblings.com or online at manicramblings twitter facebook and instagram and we would love to hear all your anecdotes about this one specific experience of being an adult yes please Um, until next time if you're unsure you don't have to swipe, you can just close the app. It's that simple. <laughs> and it'll change your life. Many thanks to Tan Lines for the soundtrack, to Lisa Congdon for the cover art, and to Ryan Coomer for his expertise with the editing stuff. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.